Hey, uh, hey, Miles. Hey, Brian. What up? What up? Man, nothing. What up? Just, uh, just wondering, wondering what you think about spiders. Uh, not spiders. <laughs> no? N- not space spiders. Space spiders? Yeah. Are these different than regular spiders? Spiders from outer space? They're, they're, they're bigger. They scream at you in lockers. They jump across the room, but we don't have to talk about that. So Cosmo all... Dread spiders. How do you feel? How do you feel about yeah. Earth spiders? I hear Earth spiders. Are I don't easy. like them either. Burn, burn them all, man. That's what I say. Burn them all. Well, you might get yeah. your wish, man, because um, huh? the rumor is the rumor is kill it with fire That's VR right. it might be coming to PSVR two next week within the next seven days. Next week. Next week. Pretty cool. Next right? week. Pretty cool. That I mean, is cool. I mean, I, dude, I'm a, I don't care how cartoony this game is. I'm going to be fucking terrified because there's spiders, uh, and uh, it's going to be, it's going to be rough, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna struggle. Do you get to burn them with good stuff to begin with, or do you have to like use a match, which is really short, so you have to put your hand really close to them? Because I'm not gonna like that. I want a full-on flamethrower. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I've never played. I've never played the flat screen version. Uh, yeah, and so uh, it's, gonna, it's exciting. Yeah, dude, more games. Where are yeah. the games? Because that's what we needed, man. You know, that's what we were missing in our life was more games. Yes. Yeah. Especially right. you. You need to do some more reviews. Apparently, I do. Apparently, I do. Some, <laughs> somebody's got to keep the lights on around here, uh, just in case the spiders try to sneak up on me. You need more lights. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, let's get this show started. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Two Eyes Friday right here on Without Parole, home of the Gamecats. That's right, 6 p.m. Eastern. We do it live for your viewing pleasure. If you need a little bit of oral pleasure in your life, then make sure you head on over to podcast services of your choice because our good friend Rypop uploads this to podcast services of your choice. And Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry puts the timestamps into this show after it's over. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Pearl. And this channel over here to my left, your right, it's it's Miles Dyer from YouTube.com slash Miles. How are we doing, Brian? How are we doing, Gamecats? It's uh, Friday. It's wonderful to be here. Um, I'm super... I mean, I'm always excited to do this show every Friday, mm-hmm. but I'm especially excited to talk today because we get to talk about Propagation Paradise Hotel, which... It's phenomenal, and I feel that's an understatement. I'm still buzzing from playing it yesterday. I don't know if it's just like the fight or flight in me, like my body's still recovering from just intense anxiety for two hours, but dude, it was good, man. It was good. I want to jump straight back in. Awesome. Uh, and co- considering it's it's actually late night over there for you, um, it's, it, it's not 6 p.m. <laughs> as it is here for me, uh, you, had, you already had a pretty fun night, right? Um, you're, you're just getting back in from, from a night out? Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I worked full day at work and then went straight out um, with um, some close friends of mine to go and see some stand-up comedy. Uh, our town, Reading, uh, there's a, a venue called The Hexagon, which I haven't been to. I dread to think. I think I haven't been to it in like 
15 years and the last time i went there was to see funeral for a friend with their second album like Can't it was a long time ago yeah nothing i was i was their second one yeah oh, you've man. got to um sorry but yeah I, I went to see a comedian called frankie boyle uh a very i'd say controversial scottish comedian um he knows how to roll people up i have a dark sense of humor um i actually like his stand-up live because mm-hmm. He gets more into the nuances of his humor, whereas in his, when he's on TV, he's got to fit in those like quick jabs, which can be very sharp. Um, but he was also supported by um, a comedian I'd not seen before called Christopher MacArthur Boyd, who was also uh, from Scotland, from Glasgow. Uh, really funny as well. So, yeah, did that, quickly grabbed some food, and then I got here 15 minutes before the show. So uh, nice. ready to go for a couple more hours. Let's do this. It's crazy, man. Uh, as I as I get older, my 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 favorite forms of live entertainment has changed significantly. <laughs> like I used to love going to concerts and seeing my favorite bands, and um, now my favorite live performances are indeed stand up comedians. Uh, you know, and like everything else, I love the ones that I love, and everyone else is like, all right, but yeah, yeah, just the the contagious nature of like being in a room with people of laughter. Yeah. Um, you know, there's. I'm not going to get into it now, but when I studied psychology, like, why do people laugh? There's a lot of different reasons. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's nervousness, you know, um, especially with dark humor. You laugh at stuff that is pretty bad, but it's just kind of the shock. Other times, you know, laughter is contagious. They, uh, you, do, you often do laugh at stuff when you're home alone, like watching something that's funny, but it might have a laughter track. But when you're with other people, you're more likely to laugh. There's this kind of shared thing about it. Um, and it's good. It's good for your health. <laughs> it's good for your health. Uh, JC in the uh, chat says, damn, Frankie Boyle is so good. Not for kids. Uh, no. Any comedian that's for kids, I, I can probably pass on. <laughs> Not really interested. Yeah, um, um, Frankie Boyle is um, is someone that, I don't know, It's the, the joke is you kind of go to the the Frankie Boyle shows. I, actually, it's the first time I've seen a proper one of his live shows. I've been to one of his warm-up acts before. And you sort of look around at other people and it's kind of like, I wouldn't want to be seen here by my work colleagues, except for the fact they'd be here to go see him as well. So we'd be in on the, on the joke together. Um, but over the years, he's definitely calmed down a bit. And what I mean by that is he still does shocking jokes, but he seems to be just a bit mellower. Like when he does the bit where he picks on people in the crowd, he used to just like say, I don't know, I'm going to say something quite tame for him, but he'd say, I wish you, I wish you died. And everyone laughs, like just something <laughs> ridiculous. But he'd always do stuff. Whereas now he's just like, I, I don't know, he still does similar stuff, but it's a lot more like, if you don't want to be picked on, I won't pick on you kind of stuff. Like, I don't know, maybe it just comes with age or exhaustion from what he's been doing. But yeah, it was, it was a good night. I'll have to check him out. Um, yeah. It always, takes me little, it always takes me a little while to get into a new comedian. You know, you got you to gotta kind of get through that. Uh, the exterior, I guess you'd have to say. Um, like, I don't know if you know Bert uh, Kreischer. Uh, he, he's the guy, yeah, he's always, he's, he's pretty heavy set guy and he's, and he's always doing his tests without a shirt on. And I was just like, I, I can tell you right now, this guy is not for me like, right. just because I was like, he just comes across as somebody I'm, I'm not going to laugh at. And then I like yeah. forced myself to like get through 20 minutes of his shit. And I was like, this is okay. And by the 30 minute mark, I was laughing hysterically. And I was like, okay, I take it all back. I, I misjudged you. Uh, my bad. So. Yeah, sometimes with a lot of comedians and even comedy shows, you have to like give it a bit to get into the humor. Um, and then and once it clicks, you're sort of in that world. The only thing I would say is I'd be really curious, um, and, and maybe there are some viewers here who are American that do like Frankie Boyle. 
he does have a strong Scottish accent. And so uh, I don't know if that, on top of the fact that he will talk about a lot of things based in the UK, whether it's humour that you just, you're like, I just don't really have much of a connection with it or I have no idea what the hell he's saying. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll be, I'll be curious to see. Um, also, I mentioned JC's in the chat. JC also sent me like a package. I went to the post office today for the first time in way too long and uh, and, and just came home with like, four five six packages something it was a lot it was a lot of stuff and um and so shout out to anybody who sent me anything recently because because thank you uh jc sent me just like a bunch of ds games and like british candies and uh uh, lip balm and stuff like that that you can't get here and it was just random shit um it was a nice little belated birthday surprise uh so thank you jc also shout out to jp we're just we're just doing initials today, I guess. Uh, JP sent me uh, his CD uh, where he plays classical guitar. Um, to he uh, does cover versions with classical guitar of classic Beatles songs, and uh, he's he's a wonderful guitar player. So uh, thank you, everybody who sent me stuff, and uh, anyone who sent me stuff for review, product reviews, that kind of stuff, that also came in today. Um, and so I, I got a lot on my plate. <laughs> so be patient with me, uh, and thank you, everybody, for all the love recently um let's tackle a couple tips miles uh getting my belly game psycho with five dollar tips says howdy cats meow right back at you wilkins jim perona jim perona listen i did that in my apartment today just randomly i was just walking from one side of the apartment to the other and i just went jim perona so if you guys don't think think i think about you when when we're, you're not around i do and it's for the dumbest reasons i apologize With the two dollar <laughs> tip he says appreciate you guys and the cats have a great show thank you my friend uh Fifth with the Australian five dollar tip says my vote for the live for live stream of 2023 goes to Miles playing Resident Evil Village. Uh, oh, we're voting on the best live streams now. I have noticed some. There have been a quite a few, uh, so a few comments on my Resident Evil stream. Some people have like just discovered it, and yeah. So um, that that is a whole another level. I mean, I think that was my first. That would Say again? It just it just got into the YouTube algorithm. Is that what happened? I guess so. I think after people saw propagation and realized, oh, actually, Miles and Horror is kind of an interesting mix. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, Resident Evil um, Village was like my first PSVR two VR live stream, um, and I do think the intensity of that stream was not just because Resident Evil Eight is a tense game, but it was also getting over the fact of like, wow, this is the next generation of VR. Like, yeah. you know. Yep. It felt way more real than anything we had played yeah. before. Yep. Agreed. Um, Game Cat Chicago with the $10 tip says, Happy Friday. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you for being awesome. Uh, I, I need to come visit because I need some good pizza. Uh, no no good deep dish pizza in Worcester, Miles. It's a, it's wow. a fact. Like If there was a deep dish pizza place, I would order from there once a week because I miss me some deep dish pizza and it's like a fucking like deep dish feels like a meal. You know, like you just, like, yeah. just like really like. It. I've just started doing that again the last few weeks from Pizza Hut. I, I used to have it when I was a kid. That was why you went to Pizza Hut. They do the deep dishes, and I'm starting to have it again. I was like, oh, I forgot how good this was. Pizza yeah, Hut has. I don't know if I don't know how, how I feel about deep dish from Pizza Hut. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be the same as a proper pizza place, right. if that's what we're going to say. I don't know. I'm sure there are other good deep dish places, but yeah, probably. Uh, Doctor Vader, the Game Cat, with the ten dollar tip says, uh, last Friday night. Yeah, I killed a couple cops, made 
mid. He's, he's got musical notes everywhere, so this probably goes to a oh, song. Okay, it's a song. I was going to say this is not the place to confess to right. crimes. But. Uh, <laughs> right, uh, three Hail Marys, five Our Fathers. Your sins have been forgiven. Uh, <laughs> last Friday night, yeah, I killed a couple cops. Made made some local a cyclops. You killed my mom. I ain't forgot. Last Friday night. Happy Friday the Thirteenth, cats. Jason Voorhees is king of the slashers. I, I don't know if you could pay me enough money to read that out loud again. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I just did something wrong, Miles. Um, it is Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, Happy Friday, Friday the Thirteenth, you guys. This is fucking awesome. I, I really want to. Um, Darth Vader actually uh, mentioned to me earlier in the week. He's like, "You got to do something special for Friday the Thirteenth." And I was like, "Absolutely." You know, I was thinking about Jason mask, machete, the whole thing, and uh, maybe even just like getting some fake blood or whatever but uh, it, as typical for psvr gamescast live the show came together seven minutes ago so i apologize i <laughs> uh, didn't do anything special but we love that you're all here uh and i love me some friday the 13th you into the movies miles the friday the 13th movies do you know i've actually never seen any of the friday 13th movies the only jason Voorhees. what are we doing here i know is, I do need. I need. Well, I'd be curious to know which one of the series would you recommend. The only time I've seen Jason Voorhees in a movie was when I went to see in the cinema. Sorry, the movies. Uh, Freddy vs. Jason, which I actually thought was a pretty decent movie. I thought it was a really, I thought it was a really clever way of bringing these two titans together and without giving spoilers away, not upsetting one of the fan bases over the other. I thought it was a pretty. Yeah, for whatever we do, let's not spoil a twenty-year-old slasher flick. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But no, which of the Friday the 13th? Is it, is it just go back to the first? I mean, you definitely want to start from the beginning. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there's there's been remakes, and or I guess just a remake, uh, and, and it was fine. But um, was it? Yeah. I, dude, I don't know. Like, it's all, it's all getting kind of mixed up in my head, to be honest with you, because uh, cause, cause there's just too much shit up there, uh, and there's not enough room for nearly half of it. Because uh, I know that Halloween got a Rob Zombie ma- remake, and then Friday the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street got a remake, and I love Nightmare on Elm Street. I never saw the remake. That was with the actor who played Rorschach in um, Watchmen. Um, what's his name? Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't recognize anybody, thankfully, because I don't want to recognize uh, actors yeah, in sure. my horror movies. However, I really liked it. I-, I wish they didn't go into the Freddy backstory the way they did, because they kind of like they could have saved that for the, the sequel. Um, right. They kind of, I don't know, it was, it was a little much. But um, yeah, what, what, somebody in the chat has to know if the Friday the 13th remake is a thing. It's just, it's just, for whatever reason, a mental block. But yeah, go back to the original Friday the Thirteenth. At least watch the first four, maybe five. You know, because when, once you get to uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, it's just a fucking <laughs> wild ride where you're just like, this is ridiculous. I did see, I did it's, see a bit of what was the future? What was it? Jason X, the future one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason, uh, J- Jason X is. Did I get it? Did I get it. Something's flying around. I didn't get it. God damn it. Where'd it go? Uh, it's like Jason in space, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was yeah. it. And yeah, it's all, it's all fun. It's all fun. Yeah, like sure. If you're not taking your, your movies terribly seriously, it's all, it's all a good time. And that's all that really yeah. matters. Yeah. I think when it comes to horror movies, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of like the great classics, which are like solo horror movies. Um, I mean, actually, the Nightmare on Elm Street ones I did watch. I've got the full box set, actually, nice. uh, of that. That's Although a great I think box it's DVD. Set. DVD, not Blu-ray now, <laughs> so I don't know if I've got anything to play it on. Um, Have you seen? Okay, but, but listen, I, I got to say this: I think almost, almost as good as the movies themselves are the documentaries that they've made on Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth. 
I think it's Camp Crystal Lake Memories uh, for Friday the 13th. It's like five hours long. And then um, Never Sleep Again is the Nightmare on Elm Street one, which is like six hours long. And it's just, it's incredible. They just go through movie by movie. They talk to the directors and the actors. And it's just- I'd love to see that. They're so good. They're so good. They were on, they they were streaming. Eventually I just bought them because they were like 10 bucks each. And and I've watched them multiple times. They're great. I did love the um, new Nightmare uh, where the actors, it's it's basically- yeah, the actors are themselves, and it turns out Freddy Krueger is real. And like, I thought, it was, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, the the movies I think about, like, because I've not actually seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. I've not seen Halloween movies. All them, all those series, I've not seen. But like, I love stuff like Alien. Um, I love stuff like Event Horizon. Oh, you like good um, stuff? Okay. <laughs> like to the the individual like horror movies and stuff. But those 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 series, I do need to play a lot of catch up on. Yeah, if if we lived anywhere near each other, yes, uh, <laughs> we would we would do a lot of catch up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I gotta I'm talking about catching up. We gotta catch up on some of these tips here. Uh, Phil PP the game cat two dollar tip says learned how skills upgrade in Hellsweeper. So fun. Hellsweeper's awesome. Um, I'm gonna wait till they do one more graphics patch, and I'm gonna dive back into it um, probably right after the new year. Uh, hopefully I'll have time at that point to, uh, to go back to the games that I missed out on firewall, Hellsweeper, that kind of stuff. Um, time to play VR with the level two membership says just been playing paradise hotel, scary as all heck. Uh, yeah, can't, can't disagree with that one. I'll <laughs> yeah. D catalogic game cat with a $2 tip says Michael Myers says, hold my beer. Halloween oh, series buddy. is great. The Halloween series is, is, was a very, very early one for me. I was very young when I started watching the Halloween movies. Um, and so that was like my series for a while. And then H2O right. came out 20 years later uh, in the theater. And I was like, oh my God, they're making a new Halloween movie and I get to go see it in the theater. Like it, it felt revelatory. I was like, this is going to be amazing. This is like the best thing that could have ever happened in my life. And who knew that it would be the best thing that ever happened in my life. Um, and it was great. I had a good time. I, I know a lot of people give H2O a lot of shit, but... It was great. It was great. Sanador the Game Tiger with a $2 tip says Townsman VR for 25 bucks. From what I played, yeah. I think I think Townsman is really fun. If you like those kind of god games where you're looking down and you know doing uh, yeah. doing all that. It's good stuff. Uh PSVR Underground. What up, Adrian? The two dollar <laughs> tip says Miles, I got you, bro. Uh Friday the thirteenth, part four. Helpful. There we go. When you get it. into the middle, I always start confusing them. Uh I know this is this is one of the Corey Feldman ones. Uh Corey Feldman is uh, I think in all of part four and then in just a little of part five, I watched an interview with him. It, it was probably in the uh, Camp Crystal Lake Memories documentary oh, where he said uh, he got hired to do the Goonies. Uh, and so and, and he because he was supposed to be a big part, uh, like the major actor in uh, in Friday the 13th, part five. And then he got hired to do the Goonies as well. And his mom was like, no, you have to do the Goonies. Like, this is fucking Steven Spielberg. <laughs> like, you have to do this. And he goes, I want to do Friday the 13th part five. Because he was like a kid and he like loved horror movies. Uh, I always thought that was hilarious. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, Matthew Longo in the chat's correcting me. Um, six is the grown-up Feldman. I, I don't... It's it's too much. Four is Feldman. And he's in six. Is that how it worked out? I can't fucking remember. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to rewatch all of these. I just remembered another movie that is, it's like shocking. I've not seen it. I've never seen The Exorcist. 
um which is obviously all-time classic but actually one of my all-time favorite horrors was the thing john carpenter's the thing um that is a phenomenal movie i think it would make a great vr game uh especially a multiplayer game and <laughs> like um and um it was all using practical effects so it still stacks up like some of the stuff that happens in that is just unbelievable looks incredible nice um oh, that's a good ton of shit to talk about on the show today let's do it yeah you want to get to it that's yeah cool. let's do it uh oh okay max max clarifies Forrest Feldman and five and six are different actors playing the same character. I thought I, I could have sworn that Feldman was at the very beginning of five, but man, don't trust my memory ever. So thank you for clarifying that. Um, all right, dude, uh, first news story of the day, pistol whip, uh, the next scene in the new collection, uh, elixir of madness. Is that what it's called? It's uh, it came out so. kicking up the dirt and we both played it. What did you think? So for the yeah for the second one, um, I enjoyed it. I actually didn't get to the end of it. I was doing it on my lunch break today, and I was pretty pushed for time. Um, I kept dying. Uh, well, I'd say I kept dying. I died twice, and it was always to do with that new enemy type, which were the floating skulls. Oh. There's a bit where you're in a corridor, where you're in a thin corridor, and they're coming out quite thick, and it caught me off both times. I think I was just meant to duck underneath them. Um, but yeah, um, I like it. I like it again. I like what they're doing. Um, not as many like m different mechanics compared to the first one, which was, you know, you could shoot the roofs and the different scenery and stuff. Yeah, I missed um, that. But, yeah, but I did like the um, the new enemy types, the floating skulls. It reminded me of Doom. Uh, the floating skulls on fire. How were you killing the, the floating skulls? Were you trying to shoot them? Yeah, you can shoot them. Yeah, no, that's why, that's why I was wondering, because they're really easy to kill when you just pistol whip them. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah, I started. I tried to shoot thought... him at the. My, I tried to shoot him at first, and then I realized I was like, "Oh shit! Yeah, this is way easier this way." I didn't think about pistol. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? For a game called Pistol Whip, I didn't think about pistol whipping them. I pistol whipped the other enemies for some reason because they were massive skulls. I was like, "That break your wrist." <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Why well, Because yeah, you can do three at once. I'm guessing. Yeah, just one swipe and you take out the whole. You know, I load. was I was scared that I wouldn't be able to, and so I was using right. two hands and going like this. <laughs> like oh, to make nice. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. I, I, I experimented with a couple different styles. Um, you guys can see my playthrough here. Um, and so I, I like the floating skulls. I thought that was a cool addition. I, I was a little disappointed with the new environment. I thought it was a little bit, I don't know, on the boring side, especially compared to the last one that had uh, all the cool stuff going on. Uh, and, you know, the the skeletons coming out of the graves or whatever. This this one felt a little bit more filler to me. And I, and I don't think I talked about this on the last episode. I don't, I'm not an electric swing fan. The music right. is just, to me, it's like, it's a little goofy and pairing it with um, you know, anything Halloween and, and having the dancing uh, skeletons. It, it's always felt a little cheesy to me, even when I was a kid. Um, so I don't like the combination of the electro swing with uh, the Halloween stuff, but I get what they're going for. They're not going for scary. They're going for fun. They're going sure. for, you know, a little goofy and, uh, and probably trying to differentiate themselves from all the other horror stuff. Like yeah. it's filling a different gap. So yeah, I, I'm with you. Like electro swing is fine. It's not my go-to, but, it kind of works. It, I mean, it works for what they're going for. So, yeah, uh, but it definitely. Uh, I mean, I played on. I played on the normal default difficulty. Uh, yes, I had had no problem whatsoever getting through with killing the, uh, the skulls with the the swipe, uh, mm. and so 
um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to have to go back and play these things on hard and, uh, and really give myself a challenge because yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, we'll say it made me a little less excited for the next one in the collection. The first, the well, maybe first... it's the little lull before the massive crescendo. Oh the, yeah. The is big it... finale. <laughs> is that what we're going gonna for? Be, it is going to be scary as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Just... Yeah. 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 We'll see more free content, man. You can never get enough. Hell yeah. It's crazy. Uh, we got Macho, 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 the real estate procrastinating game cat in the chat with the $2 tip. They said they need to get the John Wick license level plus gun. Yeah, I mean, for real. It seems like a perfect match. Match made in heaven. Mm. Agreed. Uh, we got uh, X8, the Joker 8X. I think I got that right with the 10 euros. It says best games cast and reviews. Love your shows. Thank you, Joker. We appreciate you so much. Thank um, you, Joker. And it was uh, Joker's first super chat. So thank you. How did how did you learn that? It says it in the in the main live chat. I don't know if you're looking at something else underneath it. I don't know. Okay. It just says celebrate the yep. first super chat from the Joker. So we're celebrating. There it is. Hey. I, anything anything in a gray box, I tend to ignore. And so like even <laughs> though it's right there on my face, right there yeah. on my face. There you go. Yeah. Speaking of, dude, I know you're not going to be happy with this story. That's fine. Let's do it. Let's do it. Whatever. Uh, I played last night. I was just hanging out in voice chat. It was getting late. It was to the point where I, I didn't want to get do any more work. Uh, I was kind of done with my day. I just wanted to hang out and shoot the shit with everybody who was hanging out. But then I was like, I'm just hanging out, shooting the shit. I should be playing a game right now. And yeah. so I played like hours of Ghost Signal. I think I did four runs, three runs of Ghost Signal, three runs. And uh, <laughs> I beat the first two. And didn't get in and died on the third one. Uh, I am never gonna get sick of that game. Ghost Signal is fantastic, and I'm so sorry for your last miles. <laughs> sorry, just it's gonna be it's painful because I love that game. Well, when I say I love the game, it's not in the present tense. I loved, I loved the game, <laughs> but the game didn't love me. And uh, yeah, I just can't. I just genuinely, I just feel empty when I think about it now. Like when I think about how much I love the game, I always just like no. It's past tense. It's past tense. Um, I will still rate it high when we do the top 25 discussions, but I can't do it with any emotion because I just feel empty now. You can't do it and with I, any kind of I sincerity. Wish, I wish I could say that was hyperbole and it was me sort of playing it up. There's right. a bit of me playing up theatrically, but no, genuinely, I feel empty when I think of that game now. Understandable. And for those that don't know why, long story short, did a let's play to show people how the game is from the beginning. You have four save slots. Then at the end, I went to show my game, went to open my game, uh, and it went to a tutorial, and it then lost my 10 hours of progress. Um, I was, like, well over halfway to the, getting the platinum. Uh, I'd done three, unlocked three skill trees, 17 journeys, and I've lost it all, and I can't stomach starting again. Um, so, yeah. It's a yeah, it's a total bummer, and I uh, and yeah. and I feel you, man. I feel you uh, to a lesser extent. That's how I feel about Astrobot Rescue Mission because uh, they screwed me out of the platinum. <laughs> I not Did only they? I beat the game, and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get the platinum on a live stream. I'd already beaten the game. All I had to do was go back and do a bunch of the challenges, and I was like, this would probably take three hours to knock out. Eight hours later, I am still streaming Astrobot and completed the final challenge. That was it. Did not get the platinum. I, I went through everything. It was it was just bugged. It was not me. It was the game, and uh, I I am still very upset about that. So, 
Astro, if you come to PSVR 2, be prepared. I've, I, I've got words for you. What? Excuse me, young lady. Um, <clears throat> let's see. We got... We want to make sure we get all of this correct. We got Kill Artist 1, the Dreamweaver Game Cat, uh, with the $10 tip. It says, Happy Friday the 13th, guys. I jumped into Propagation Hotel, and man, is it awesomely scary. I'm loving it. Couldn't disagree with that statement. Uh, we got Andy Hart with the five quid. It says, Is there a reason why no YouTube VR yet on PSVR 2? It seems very lacking on the social media front. Don't get me wrong. The games are awesome. Yeah, I mean, PSVR 2 is lacking in, I think, a whole bunch of ways. Uh, luckily, the games are great, as you said. However, there are, there are plenty of things that we still really, really want for it. And I think, in all fairness, those things tend to come uh, years down the line. Uh, you know, we, we really want, we expected it at launch. We're really hoping it for it at launch. Uh, PSVR 1 had more than PSVR 2 had at launch when it came to like the Hulu app and uh, these things where you could like sit in a theater and watch movies. Uh, we didn't even get that with PSVR 2. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're hoping it all comes soon. But uh, is there a reason? We don't have any idea. I wish we did. Yeah. <sighs> Miles, um, here, here's what I love about uh, video games in the season that we're in. Not, not only are we getting horror video games, but the games that aren't even horror-focused are all getting in on the deal. And they all want to celebrate yeah. Halloween because it's the best season, as we all know. And uh, two games next week are going to get in on the fun. Uh, the first one is Budget Cuts of all games. Did you see the trailer for this, Budget Cuts Nightmare? I did, and straight away I was like, I know what's coming. Uh, and when I heard that voice, I shuddered because I never played Budget Cuts on PSVR. I did a Let's Play on... Uh, obviously of the first game mm -hmm. uh i think i got up to the penultimate mission and then in my own time i was like i was enjoying this and when i got to that mission in hr where you come across this character that's in the trailer dude yeah. scared the hell out of me any any what's what's it called what's the mechanic called like mr x in resident evil 2 it's is it called like an intruder mechanic or um it's it's, it's the ones that will you know you can't kill and they'll just keep hunting you down yeah i uh, it's just I, I that that it just gives me so much sense of dread and anxiety of like you think you've lost them, um, yeah. And so I, I I look at this trailer and I go, it looks great. I don't want to play it. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't. I don't even think it looks great because because uh, minor spoilers, I guess, for the end of uh, Budget Cuts One, not even the end of Budget Cuts Ultimate. Uh, the, the last the last area is radically different than the rest of the game. Uh, you're in a maze of, of walls and hallways and yeah, like Miles said, there's, there's an enemy that, uh, that can't kill that you can't kill. And basically you're just trying to be stealthy and get around them. And it's a major pain in the ass. And I didn't enjoy that section at all. I love that. It kind of switched from just, you know, weird, almost comical, uh, gameplay to very dark and serious in horror. I like that change of tone. But then I didn't like the gameplay whatsoever. And so they're making this whole uh, Halloween nightmare update revolving around the mechanic that I fucking hated. And so I, I got to be honest, I don't think I'm going to I'm going to check it out, but I'm but I'm I have zero interest in it whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll be playing it before 
Gamescast next week, is it? It's, it's the 19th, I think they said. So, yeah, it'll be uh, next Thursday. Next Thursday, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Down. Yep. Yep. We're also going to play some Walkabout Mini Golf, Miles. Walkabout Ooh. Mini, because Walkabout Mini Golf also has, they don't have a trailer for this. They've only had screenshots and a few animated GIFs and shit on, uh, on Twitter. I'm so excited. Um, but Widow's Walkabout is the next course from, uh, the next original course from uh, the Walkabout team over at Mighty Coconut. And Widow's Walkabout is a, is, is a horror course. It's going to be uh, going through a haunted mansion, it seems like. I haven't played it. Uh, I, I'm, I've actually, I'm very curious to know if I have uh, access to the press version yet. And uh, how, how scary do you think they could make a walkabout course with the visual style that they usually stick with? Um, and, uh, and, and the fact that it's a mini golf game. Are you, are you, do you think they can make this happen? Well, well, the, the gothic level where you're in the sort of, you've got the cathedral and that, it's raining. Uh, what is actually the name of that level? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, gothic, gothic, it's gothic something. Oh, it is gothic something, is it? Yeah. Um, but I remember when I was playing that, I, I was saying the first time, I was like, oh, this is cool. Wouldn't it be cool if they actually did like an actual horror thing? And it's just one of those things of like, they could if they wanted to. And I genuinely didn't think they would they would be doing one anytime soon anyway. Um, so the fact that the first Halloween since it coming out on PSVR 2 is going to have potential jump scares and is actually going to be horror-based, um, I'm super, super excited. Yeah. I mean, Walkabout's one of my favorite games uh, in VR. Same. And, um, and, and I feel like I've really been neglecting it lately, I think, because <laughs> I, go, I, I played so much of it on Quest that when it came to PSVR 2... I'd already played all those courses to death. And so it was really only the new courses. And then we've gotten so many PSVR 2 games since Walkabout launched that now I can't even really spend time with the new courses when they launch. Um, the, oh God, I'm trying to think. Like I played Upside Town a bunch. I say a bunch, I mean like, you know, a handful of times. Uh, Alfheim, I've actually, I think I've only played the easy course. I'm not even sure if, I, like, I can't even remember if I played the hard course yet. Um, and then I've not played the hard course, yeah. On that, and then Evil Layer, uh, I've I, I've probably played that you know another handful of times on easy and hard. Uh, and so I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I, I got to find time because uh, because I love this game, and I mean it's obviously it's obviously more fun with friends. And so for me to be like, oh, I'm going to review it, and I'm going to go in and play it by myself, like that's no fun. So I might have to recruit you and uh, go in, and uh, we can play together and ch- see how scary it is. Yeah, no, for sure. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Let's tackle a couple more tips before we move on to the next news story. And so, just to say, like, with all this news, this is going to be the best October ever for gaming, in my opinion. Like, I think. Because it's not gaming? even just about the games that have come out now. It's yeah. like all the games that we've already had that are horror games that if you had not played them now, jump back into it. I mean, I did a Let's Play last Saturday of... Um, Afterlife VR, like that's been out for ages, but that's already made my October more spooky. Uh, and so I just think, yeah, with all the games, and obviously if people are into flat screen games, there's plenty of great horror games for that as well. But like in the world of VR, man, PSVR 2, even if you're not someone that really likes horror, there's a lot of horror or ha- spooky-esque themed experiences in all these other games. Like, you know, we talked about Pistol Whip, not scary, but... <clears throat> Halloween themed, so I, th- I think it's excellent. Yeah, and even if you don't want a Halloween theme, 
I mean, like the Foglands doesn't yep. look scary. Uh, Journey to Foundation, Vertigo Two. I mean, like these are these are just look like they look like solid games that you know could have been released in any month. Uh, yeah, they don't need to be associated with uh, with Halloween whatsoever. Silver Nexus with the ten dollar tip says, in reference to no cool apps. Could it be that Sony mm -hmm. wants to just focus on gaming so Meta can focus on AR with lesser games and not directly compete? Would Sony limit PSVR 2 like that? I don't think directly. I, I don't I don't think if YouTube came to Sony and said, hey, we want to make a, a, a VR YouTube app for PSVR 2, Sony would say, would say, no, we have no interest because we don't want to compete with Meta in that way. Uh, I think it's more likely that youtube uh maybe it's it's possible and again just pure speculation here i have i have no basis to even say this out loud but i'm going to anyway it's very possible that when psvr1 was launching and it was a much different sony then they went to hulu they went to youtube and said hey give us make us some vr versions of your apps you know we'll, we'll pay you this much money and, and so that way there's support at launch this is a much different Sony that launched the PSVR 2, they were not reaching out to like indies and smaller teams and saying, hey, you know, getting everybody on board PSVR 2. So I guarantee you they weren't reaching out to the, the creators of these apps and saying, hey, get on board. You know, I'm, I'm betting that no one at YouTube prior to the launch of PSVR 2 had a PS5 dev kit or a PSVR 2 uh, prototype. So uh, I, I mean, I think that's the problem is that is that Sony kind of doesn't care right now. They're, they're, this is this is all they're, they're just they if 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 a studio just decides to make a VR app then they're like cool but they are not being proactive about it like they would have seven years ago and and, and I don't know what the difference is uh, and people will say it's Jim Ryan AJ I'm sorry AJ will say it's Jim Ryan <laughs> but but it could be anything it could be absolutely anything and so uh yeah also i old darth in the chat says youtube vr was pretty underwhelming i agree uh it's one of the it, it almost felt like a novelty i tried out a couple times and was like oh this is all right it doesn't look terribly good and you know it's running at low resolution and i'm like i'm not sure and you know they and they, were, they had the vr 180 apps on psvr1 and the quality was way better and i was like do i really want to watch media like this so I, i'm almost curious to know if the makers of these apps and the owners of these social platforms saw that nobody fucking cared when they when they did it right and they're like well we're not gonna we're not gonna waste our time unless somebody pays us to do it so mm -hmm. it's possible it's possible but the fact that sony's not even you know including support for 3d 3d blu-rays it's like well they're, right. they're just doing nothing <laughs> like the, that's that that's the low-hanging fruit right there and like let people watch and that is that is a, that is a software side thing isn't it it's nothing to do with like the 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 blu-ray player yeah it's, it's, it's still a blu-ray right i'm guessing exactly i think i think it has yeah. more to do with licensing and I, and I know that sony owns you know like a percentage of the blu-ray license uh so i don't think it would be exactly a big deal for them to do it it's just like put the fact that they'd have to put forth any effort at this point i think it's just too much for them <laughs> like right. any effort is too much but anyway we'll, we'll see uh andrew whoa <laughs> hold on i guess andrew, whoa Andrew Ehrenreich. Ehrenreich. Is that it? I had, I had to spell it out phonetically. Uh, Ehrenreich, yeah. Yeah, Ehrenreich. that's good. 
Thanks. I should just yeah, let, I should let you handle the tips. Andrew yeah, Ehrenreich with the two dollar tips. Has any update on Twilight Zone coming to PSVR two? God damn it, dude! They said <laughs> months ago. They said months ago, coming very soon. Coming very soon. Like we thought it would have, we would have been out by now. Uh, so the answer is, which is not the same as imminent. <laughs> very soon is not the same as imminent. Is imminent yeah. like imminent? It's gonna be like it's not out tomorrow. Then it's not imminent. Right. That's it. So yes, yeah. it's, it's soon. Um, you know what, Andrew? This is interesting. I, I think it's funny that Andrew brings this up because you know we're kill it with fire. We think Mike could very well have a stealth release uh, next week. That's we, a, you think? Well, I mean, you know, the rumors persist. <laughs> um, and so you got to figure that, like with all of these like bigger name titles, uh, that that the way to kind of get attention on your game might be like, hey, Stealth Release! Oh my God, Twilight Zone's out right yeah, now! Yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. like that that kind of uh, immediate like, oh, I'm not going to wait for reviews, and well, there's no reviews, and the game's like a uh, mid. It sounds like so like you right. might you might just want to drop your game on the store and not give anyone a chance to review it. Uh, so this might be the strategy with with uh, Twilight Zone, and if, obviously it fits right into the month of October. So. I would I would not be surprised. Um, was it Andrew? <laughs> Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised Aaron if we Mike. saw it this month because they said very soon, and then they said nothing, and now it's October, and I don't think reviews will sell this game. So I, it all kind of lines up as far as I'm concerned. Uh, macho, macho, macho! The real estate procrastinating game cat with the two dollar tip says Vertigo two, two, two and two. We'll be right back. Uh, release. Vertigo 2 release will change the PSVR 2 atmosphere. It sounds, Miles, it sounds to me like Macho isn't happy with the PSVR 2 atmosphere. Yeah. It's going to, does it say change? It doesn't say improve, just change. Yeah. From Jer one level of awesome to another. Yeah. It's true. Uh, I mean, you know, the, dude, the, the reputation that Vertigo 2 has is insanely good. Uh, when people compare it to Half-Life Alex, uh, you're like, wow, one person made a game that's as good as Half-Life Alex or comparable to Half-Life Alex. Um, it's, you got to sit up and pay attention when people say things like that. So uh, I, I don't know if it'll change anything, but I, but I do know that everyone's going to be really fucking happy when it finally gets here. Um. I'm still looking through tips here. Phil PP, the game cat, ran with a $2 tip says Rad App was supposed to launch, but ghosted us all. Rad App. Yeah, they got in touch Rad. with me. Uh, I'm pretty sure. And uh, I was like, yeah, cool. Like, you know, let me know. And then that was it. <laughs> so understand. That was it. Yeah. Uh, fifth, with the Australian $5 tip says, what good game has frustrated you the most? Could be boss fight or hard puzzle. I mean, you know what mine is, because I've already said it. Go signal. <laughs> that that's the good game that's frustrated you the most. Like you, that, that uh, that's just yeah. It. yeah. Oh yeah, easily. I, I'm, but maybe it's just because it's raw and recent recency bias. Um, I, like I mean, I, while you give an answer, I'll maybe think of some other ones. Yeah, good games that have frustrated me the most. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> I mean, <sighs> okay. Well, yeah. um, Hell Sweeper. Sure. You're it's not, you're not going too deep, to, deep into the well, are you? No, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm saying all the easy ones. All right. I'm going to go. I'll go with Last Labyrinth. I think Last Labyrinth could have been a good game. Um, and so I know I'm not, not really played, answering, yeah. answering Fifth's question. Uh, it could have been a good puzzle game. Could have been a good survival game. Not survival, but, you know, scary 
horror game. Um, but man, the puzzles, I, I thought the puzzles were terrible. Absolutely terrible. And some of them required you to like pull out fucking a calculator. And so he's like, that's not what you want to do in VR. Unless there's a calculator in the game, in the chalkboard for you to write shit on, a la Wanderer, uh, which was great. Um, so I, the, that, that's the person that came to mind was some some specific puzzles in the last labyrinth that really fucking ruined it for me. Uh, I never even reviewed that game because it irritated the fuck out of me. Um, I don't know. Miles, think about it. We'll come back to it. Game to, All right, game. I'm, I'm still thinking. Okay. <laughs> still thinking. Yeah, I did, dude. I've got to have a ton of answers. Uh, not, you know, outside of VR, there's a ton. I have to look through my game list and like, have a think and see what sticks out. And I go, oh god, yeah, that one. Uh, ah. You've ruined Miles for the rest of the show, Fifth. <laughs> He's gonna be distracted until the end. Blazing Phoenix eighty two with the five dollar tip says, "Keep it up, thank you. Do do my best. Got little blue pills for that." Oh, Math World VR. Oh god. He said, "What good game? You know what? I'm done with you. <laughs> We're moving it on." Was so, it was so frustrating, wasn't it, with the the trophy? I'm not working. having this conversation. I'm not. I'm not having this conversation. Nope. The conversation I will have with you, Miles, is C Smash VRS just got a price reduction. Whoa. Yeah, it was a $30 game. It's now a $20 game. Um, yeah. the, obviously, they've added a ton since launch. They've added uh, the co-op mode. They've added infinity mode. They've added a ton more campaign levels, uh, more different music or extra more music. Um, what do you uh, what do you think about the $20 price point? Is this more appropriate? than the $30 price point, or do you think they were okay at the 30 And is this, sorry, is this a permanent drop? Yeah, this is a, this is a price drop. Yes. So it's I not, think it's, it's not a sale. I think it's excellent. I think with the amount of content that is in the game now, um, yeah, I think I think it's good. I, I mean, I would say that if you liked Spark on PSVR, mm-hmm. um, you're going to like this. It's not the same, but it's got its own charm. Um, it's a very well-polished game. Uh, it runs super well, um, and it's got a lot of different modes. Um, I, I actually need to get back onto it. I want to play some more multiplayer and stuff with it. So, And I know that they're still committed to keep adding to it and that. So I, th- I think that this is a game that's just going to keep on growing. Um, but yeah, $20, I think that's an absolute steal. Yeah, I think I think it should have launched at $20. And I think VR developers and, and a lot of developers are finding out that $20 is a magical price point. It's it's the kind it's kind of the price point where you say, I'm interested, I'll pick it up. You know, thirty is like uh, I'm going to wait for a sale. I'm going to the reviews have to be really good. Um, you know, I think twenty dollars sold sold Go Signal. I think twenty dollars sold Propagation Paradise Hotel. I think developers are. I think maybe even gamers, not so much developers. Gamers are reclaiming uh, the twenty dollars price point as the proper budget price. Uh, we had said you know with inflation that thirty dollars is the new twenty dollars game, but I don't think that's true. I think $20 is the new $20 game, or it's becoming the new $20 game all over again. Uh, and, and I really, really appreciate that because I was not ready to move on saying, okay, the baseline for budget games is now $30 or in, in Dream's case, $35, right? So, um, and, and I do feel like that this is the amount of content that's in this, uh, you know, and even looking at propagation, the amount of content that's in, that's in that, uh, the amount of content that's, I can't say content. I'm like stumbling over the word. I think I'm having a stroke. Um, <laughs> uh, Go Signal, the amount of content in these games, you know, you can play these games a really long time and, you know, find ways to replay them or whatever. But 
but the amount of work that goes into them really does feel like, hey, $20 feels like the right price for these games. It's feeling. And I'm, gl I'm glad that gamers are reclaiming that, that price point. It makes a lot of sense to me. I got nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> well, God damn it. I was just going to go. I agree. I agree. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a typical, uh, typical response from all of us. Blazing Phoenix, eighty-two, with another five-dollar tip that says, "Good, good." Okay, you know what? We're going to copy and paste good. this into a document. Good, because uh, it's it's the emoji. Uh, oh, it's, it's the good good job. Good it's, job. It's the five, $5 tip with a Shiba dog saying good job while raising his thumb up. That is the official description when you copy and paste that emoji. Slapping that ass with the $5 tip says just jumping on uh, 40 ish minutes in the past. Oh, he's, he'll see this in about 40 minutes. Um, but thank Jim Ryan for Friday. Friday. Okay. That's right. It's All right, Mr. Bass. Slapping that ass. Bass. Slapping that ass. The bass, is, the fish. The, the bee is silent. Okay. Yeah. Miles. Brian. How excited are you for Arizona Sunshine 2? I am actually really excited for it. Um, uh, it's just been a cautious excitement because we never really get to see a lot. They've been very, very careful with their marketing. Um, but do you know what? A game that I've been jumping back into a lot lately, and this was a game that I r really, really got frustrated with at launch on PSVR, was After the Fall. I'm having a really good time with it now. I really am. Like, the grind feels good. Upgrading the weapons. Me and my friend, it, uh, we played with two AI because we couldn't get another two players. And we played um, a level on, I think it's called, like, Master Difficulty. It's, um, I think it's like the mid-tier one. It's it's underneath uh, Nightmare, but it is really difficult. And the tension as you get to the boss area uh, and uh, you know that if you die, that's it. You lose everything that you've harvested, you know, all that new loot and that. And it was, we were just cheering once we completed it. I was like, God, would love to do it again. Um, and the reason I bring that up is, I think there's so much that they've learned from after the fall and obviously the first Arizona sunshine. And I'm just really excited to see all those lessons and making a, a game for next gen VR hardware. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just really, really excited to see because they know, they know that they've got, this is a game they were always going to put not all their eggs in one basket on, but they were really going to invest the resources in because Arizona sunshine is seen as this like, very pioneering VR game. It was one of the first VR games I ever experienced when my brother showed me the HTC Vive and it totally blew my mind. There is a lot of love for Arizona Sunshine. So if you're making a sequel, they know this is the one they've got to absolutely knock out the park because if they do, it's going to sell a shit ton more load of copies and it could be the biggest, one of the biggest VR games of, of the year. Yeah, <clears throat> it certainly could. And I, and on paper, they've done all the right things. They've they've hired Rob Yescom to you know to write the story to the to this. And Rob Yescom, obviously, uh, famous for Farpoint and Invisible Hours, like writing some of the best stories that we've seen in VR. Uh, so he kind of I I think it's not good enough to just be a good storyteller or or be able to write a good story. You need to write something that can be told in VR, where you're not just standing there and like 
staring at characters talk to you. Um, and so, and I think VR has evolved significantly since Rob wrote both of those games. And so, uh, but I think he's somebody who understands where VR has gone uh, since then. And I, I don't think he's going to make us stand there and just fucking stare at characters talking to us while we can't move. I, I think it's going to be, uh, I, I, think, I think the story in this game is going to be great. I'm a little bit scared that they're going to kill the dog because the dog's cute and that's going to yeah. be our, you know, our companion. But, um, but yeah, I'm concerned to no end about Arizona Sunshine 2. Um, the first one was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I was one of the few people that I think preferred the move controllers in it. The aim controller made everything easier, but I just loved the feeling of the move controllers and being able to dual wield and like look down the, yeah. Um, but, uh, we haven't seen any gameplay. We've seen three or four screenshots that they, the, from Vertigo themselves. Uh, the people who went and played this game, the members of the press, uh, who were allowed access to it. None of them came away and said, this is fucking amazing. They all came, they all came back and said, yeah, you get to kill a lot of zombies. And they talked about the dog for a half an hour. Uh, it, it, no, one was, no one was blown away by the gameplay. And so but, I'm a little concerned. But the thing I would say in response to that, and by the way, it doesn't take away from the fact they weren't blown away. You would argue if you're showing them a game, you're going to show them the best bits. They didn't, they played, they said we played very little of the game. Like, yeah, it was like a half they said it's really hard to like. give overall impressions because they've just played hardly anything. So it was just, yeah, it's just killing zombies. So yeah. that that's that that's not me taking a side either way. It could be, yeah, and that is all it is. And it's kind of like, and it'll be, it'll be a fine zombie shooter. Or it might be that they are still holding back a lot of, and, and also maybe if you're giving people, maybe a lot of the beauty of the game is going to be because of the storytelling. Like you're going to be enriched in this world and you really get taken back, which is something you're never going to feel when you're just testing out when, you, when you're when you brought in like that, unless they were going to let them play the full game. It's going to be more like, here's just a sense of the mechanics and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, I think that the, that the potential for this game is absolutely huge. But I approach this as I do with a lot of games these days because of what, how much we've been burnt. For sure. That, um, and also, let's not forget, um, After the Fall had a lot of promise at launch. This social space, which I still think is not a social space. It's just a place where you get spammed <laughs> invites by people that you can't talk to beforehand. Exactly. And everyone's squatting in weird positions like Gollum. Um, and I was so... I wasn't angry, but I was pretty much just like... I was just so I was so frustrated with After the Fall, but it has turned around and it's amazing. The complete edition is phenomenal now, but that's not all we expect from games. We want games to be phenomenal at launch, and then add some afterwards. Um, right. So that that is my caution as well. Right. But I just kind of feel because what I've mentioned, it's been an IP that is beloved in such high regard, and it is kind of what put them on the map. I feel like they they can't miss with this. Um, yeah, these are all, Vertigo is also the publishers behind Hellsweeper, so they don't seem to have an issue releasing a game on PSVR two. That's like, okay. hey, this isn't yeah. ready for launch, uh, but we're going to put it out because it's a cross platform right. game, and here you go. So that that's the part that concerns me the most. Is yeah, that's a good point. We've sort of seen their MO recently, and I and I don't like it. Um, also, <clears throat> with a game that we haven't seen any gameplay of yet, uh, I we should probably we've totally buried the lead here. The 
the story that we're talking about isn't Arizona Sunshine 2. The story that we're talking about is that it got a release date on the PlayStation Store official. It is December 17th. So it's two months away. And being only two months away, haven't seen any gameplay. There's a reason we haven't seen any gameplay, Miles. It's probably not ready to be shown. And so it, it concerns me that the game isn't where it needs to be. And then on top of that, you know, it seems like developers are still wrapping their head around PSVR 2 and making sure that everything looks good and runs at a high resolution and it looks really clean. Now, the other side of that coin is that after the fall looks really good on PSVR 2, it does look really sharp and really clean and it's running at a good running at a good frame rate. So I'm, I'm concerned, but then at the same time, I'm not concerned. And, and so I've been flip-flopping on this for quite a while now it's and I won't feel better until I get my hands on it myself and get oh. to see it in the headset. Same as you. The other question I have though is, you know, it wasn't announced that long ago. And so there's this sense of like, it felt like, oh, it's going to be next year. Oh, wow. They say it's coming out this year. Um, but the reality is every game that is ever developed and goes through a marketing cycle doesn't have a cookie cutter. When you announce it, it's then going to be X months until you start doing this trailer and gameplay and then it comes out. They The game might have been almost done and then they go, right, now we're going to announce it and we've just got a very meticulous marketing schedule that's going to be very cautious and held back because they're like we're going to do it our own way like that could also be a possibility um it could be and they're just quietly confident that could be a possibility but all the things that you flagged up whether it's what's happened with hell sweeper and what i've said about after the fall these are all things that we've seen before as well so um the 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 op the the, the range of possibility couldn't have been, couldn't be wider um and <laughs> i agree i agree i hope and, I, I, and they've been doing this a long time i hope they know what they're doing and uh and and if it's not ready for december i i hope they have no qualms about delaying it because wants the game to be good we want to come uh we want to be good out of the gate and fingers crossed let's see how that, this goes because because it's important to know like i said they published hellsweeper they didn't develop hellsweeper they published they, they developed after the fall as they are developing Arizona Sunshine 2. And so that's that's what reassures me a bit. I've got a really random question, Brian. Ask away. D do games go gold when they've got a digital-only release? Mm -hmm. And I guess the sort of the add-on to that is because a lot of VR games, like you don't really hear with VR games. I, I don't know, you tend to only hear it with like first-party games where they celebrate on social media. We've gone gold, which means it's like, this is the version that's going to get published. We seem to just like in VR, it's, I, I don't know, that, that's why I was asking if they go gold, because I'm just like, it just seems like games get announced, they just throw them up on release day and then patch the fuck out of them afterwards. Um, but yeah, all games go gold? Yes. I mean, that, it's it's a term that obviously has evolved uh, because, you know, it used to mean that the game was finished and that they have shipped yes. off, you know, the, the master disc to, to, for replication and, that, and that's yes. it. But you know, in uh, in the digital era, um, <clears throat> it, it we've just kind of taken that and run with like, hey, the game's done, good enough. Like it, it doesn't mean anything yeah. like yeah, physically, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's it. That's but, it. Yeah, it just it means the game's done and it's ready for release. I, I googled yeah. it just to see uh, to see if I if I missed anything, and it seems like that's where we're all mm. at. But yeah, they, we still use the term. Um, but what does it mean? 
Eh, not a lot because even if but a game's it, gone yeah, gold, it, it's not the final version. It's never going to be the yeah, final version. Not these days, for sure. My, my my feeling was just that the far it just we we seem to live the VR space seems to be a lot faster moving uh, when it comes to game development and just getting it over the line. So it doesn't really feel like there's as much of a celebration of like we're ready to launch and it's kind of like you know we're going to be doing some tweaking and that. It just seems to be. Yeah. Develop until launch. Macho, 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 the real estate procrastinating game cap with the $2 tip says, <clears throat> any hope that Arizona Sunshine will be like or as good as propagation? Oh, man. I mean, I feel like this gets to the the, the next conversation. <laughs> um, I mean, we can, you, you know what, then let's hold off then. Let's hold off. Yeah. Because um, I, I will say without getting into the propagation talk, uh, they're just wildly different. Uh, yes you know i I don't i I don't think that uh, arizona sunshine 2 delves into survival horror it may but that's not that's certainly not the feeling i got with arizona sunshine one it was this is a zombie shooter uh and it's you know fun frantic and all about just throwing tons of zombies on the screen at once yeah uh time to play vr with the two quid says miles try multiplayer meetup in discord uh i think he's talking about after the fall should you talk about that now? What's uh, Sunday's multiplayer? Oh, dude, Sunday's multiplayer is after the fall. I don't know. Is, is, it, is it after the fall? I'm pretty sure. There we go. Yeah. Uh, join well, our Discord if you haven't already. Link is down below. Uh, always a good time to hang out. I would love to join you on Sunday, but I'm going to be going to see a band playing in London, so I won't be seeing it. But it's not always just about the multiplayer Sunday meetups. Um, there are multiplayer feeds for all games. Uh, in the discord so yeah i should definitely get more involved in that but when i play after the fall it tends to be a very last minute thing where just a couple of friends go what should we play now let's do that we just have a quick go but i i, I do want to actually i don't want to say go for the platinum because it's a hard grind but i i, I do want to like max out my guns and, and go for it especially after playing the the master difficulty like it feels within reach now but you need to be in a well-formed team uh, with good communication stuff. So what better way to do it than uh, organize on the GameCat uh, Discord? Every Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that's what we do on Discord. We get together and play some multiplayer games. Some of these games are uh, just sitting in your catalog doing nothing because because I'm sure you've left a comment somewhere without parole saying, this game sucks. There's no one playing online. Well, we take care of that for you. Everyone gets together. Uh, thanks to Professor Lilith. And uh, you guys vote every week on which game we're going to play. Uh, also, you know what? It goes so far beyond, the Discord goes so far beyond just the Sunday multiplayer meetups. We have channels and roles for most of the multiplayer games on PSVR 2, which means if you want to get a game, t- game together, mm-hmm. of a, you can just tag everyone with that role and say, hey, what are you doing? You want to play some Knock? And everyone who uh, has, has wants to play Knock and has uh, taken on the role of Knock will get a notification that people want to play Knock. And so our Discord, because of this, thanks to our uh, amazing mod, Nick Mulo, uh, has basically made our Discord the place to get PSVR 2 multiplayer games together. Uh, and I cannot thank him enough for doing the hard work involved in making that happen. Um, get in my belly. The Game Psycho with the $5 tip says, wonder if Arizona Sunshine 2 will have any spiders for miles. I hope they're giant Farpoint spiders. Oh, they're fine. Yeah, I mean, they weren't that great, but space spiders. Bleh. 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 
<laughs> Rody the Game Cat Army General with the $5 tip says, speaking of after the fall, oh, look how on topic this is. I'll be hosting it as Sunday's weekly multiplayer this Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Thank you, Rody. Uh, I, I think that's right. Uh, Lilith is away this weekend, I believe. So thank you for nice. uh, taking on that job, Rody. Slapping that ass, and I know people in the chat are like, there's not how it's pronounced. It's like missing, missing the joke, you guys. Missing bass. the joke. Right? Get on Slap board. Bass. It's a running joke. He is forever slapping that ass. With the $5 tip says, uh, sorry from the past again. Miles, please watch. <laughs> so he'll, he'll see this in 40 minutes. Uh, Miles, please watch the first Friday, the 13th movie, Wonderful Ending Twist. An ending twist. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think I know what the end twist is, but I'll watch it. I'll watch it. He was dead the whole time. Oh, shit. It was a dream. It was a dream. It was, yep. It was a dream. Was a dream. <laughs> yep. uh, all right, man. Uh, that brings us to Propagation Paradise Hotel. Um, came out, came out what, two days ago? Is that where we're at oh now? My yesterday? I don't even fucking remember hey, anymore, man. Well, it's... yeah, yesterday, Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it really? Was it yesterday? Man, I have no sense of time I mean, two anymore. days ago for me now because it's Saturday here, but yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'd be ridiculous. Uh, for you, for you, normal, you normal folk in America. Yeah, that was yesterday. Yeah. Um, the Propagation Paradise Hotel, uh, you know, it was a game that had launched, uh, I believe, on both Steam and Quest prior. And, uh, you know, it seemed like it got decent reviews. And so I was a little excited for it, but not like crazy excited. I was like, oh, this is going to be a nice way to uh, ease in ease into yeah. uh into october ease into the halloween season ease into spooky season i don't even know where this gameplay comes from actually so uh so, so I, I hope this is legit psvr2 footage it might not be um fake news fake news fake news for sure Brian, uh, fake news nothing could have prepared me miles for what i actually experienced when i got in there i was like this is going to be a nice small game that might give me a good scare or two. And I was terrified. <laughs> I was terrified for four hours. And people, and there were a couple of people that were like, oh, I played this already. And there's no way it's four hours long. And I was like, well, if you played the PSVR 2 version and you were standing in a corner terrified with your flashlight like this, being like scared to move, then maybe it would have taken you four hours. Um, because uh, I, I, def I definitely wandered around a little bit. I definitely uh, took my time and searched for collectibles. And, uh, and I, I got lost once or twice because I wasn't using the map as much as I should have. Dude, how is this gameplay footage so good? Like, you can see shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. The, they really do need to do something about the social screen output because uh, on PSVR 2, the social screen output does not represent whatsoever the game. Uh, this gameplay footage does look a whole lot better. And this, yeah, this is probably Steam footage, I guess. Yeah, no, I mean, nothing could have prepared me. This game was way scarier than I expected it to. Uh, and for the $20 price point, it's got way more polish than I expected from an indie studio who prior to this made Ragnarok, which is like mm. decent, but you know, it's a, it's, it's a small game. This just felt so polished from start to finish. And, yeah. uh, and I absolutely love it. Um, but let's let let's hear about your experience with it, Miles. Uh, I was truly blown away by it. Um, 
I had seen your review before playing it, which mm-hmm. can always, you know, taint the experience and set up expectation. Um, but, um, you know, I knew that it was going to be quite tense at the beginning, but that always means a, a load of different things. I have to say, when you're in the um, the title screen and you're at the, the desk in the hotel lobby mm-hmm. and you can see zombies moving around and they're behind you, like down the corridor, like there's nothing separating you from you and them. And it's like, is it coming towards me? Yeah. That was unnerving because I'm like, is this a, a like a, a lobby screen where you can get attacked? Um, and then <laughs> when you're about to start the tutorial, you're like uh, going through the menus. There's like stuff to the left in the shadows moving around. And for me, when it comes to horror games, that's where I struggle most. It's the unknown. And what I mean by that isn't just like, oh, what's that in the dark? It's the unknown of possibility of what are they actually going to do in this game? Like, what are the threats that are going to come at you? Is it going to be stuff that gets in your personal space? Is it a lot of inclination with, like, sounds in the distance and stuff like that? And that's what always makes me nervous going into these games of not knowing what to expect, what kind of horror, because horror has a massive spectrum. Um, And without going into any spoilers, um, all I'll say is the first jump scare um was a ma- probably one of the biggest jump scares i've ever had in vr in my life um and i i kind of feel like how i, I don't know it's amazing it happened at a time when i knew something was going to happen and yet it still just blew me away like i actually screamed out loud and was glad that my neighbors have recently moved out because i would have got major complaints um but yeah look the game as a whole it looks great. It's a lot of fun. It is tense throughout. Like, even thinking about it now, I can feel it in my bones. Like, you're just constantly on edge because when you've cleared out areas and then you have to go back on yourself, you know that there's no such thing as a cleared out area. Every Everywhere is dangerous, even places that you've been before. And it feels like a fully realized environment. Um, you mentioned it in your review doesn't feel like copy and pasting of assets you know rooms do feel unique they feel lived in and uh there's a lot of things in this that i think they do better than any other horror game um one thing i'll mention as a potential contentious claim um there are things in this that i actually think are even better than resident evil village and one of them and and this could be because resident evil village was a was a hybrid game mm-hmm. is in this game there's no cutscenes. You are with at times speaking with people or dealing with things in the hotel, but you're walking around with them. You're a part of it. It's not like okay, now I just have to sit and watch this. You are the story, um, and you're in things that definitely take me back to Resident Evil Two. I didn't play the original Resident Evil, but back to Resident Evil Two, where you just feel like. I know this isn't a good idea, but here I am in VR. There's no cutscene, and despite knowing all the tropes, there's this constant sense of terror and being on edge. Uh, and I think, um, yeah, it's excellent. I could keep rambling on. I fucking love this game. Yeah, uh, I, I also said in my review that this is this game feels like what would happen if you uh, allowed vertical robots to make a horror game. If you said, "Hey, man, this is what we want you to do next," and it's because of the visual fidelity. Um, you know, there's obviously a difference between games like Resident Evil Village visually and Red Matter visually. Uh, so 
Red, I mean, Resident Evil Village looks like what would happen. What looks like what happens when you make a triple A flat screen game and you take it and put it into VR. But so many more people appreciated what Vertical Robot did because they were doing it in 4K. They were doing it uh, at 120 uh, frame rate native, no reprojection, and that and that's way closer to what's happening here in Propagation Paradise Hotel. And so that that's the comparison I was trying to make. Uh, and so from a technical standpoint. This game looks great. It's like super clear. This is what you're looking for when 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 you're looking for a game that uh, really showcases how amazing the PSVR2 hardware is. Uh, I did not play this on Steam. I didn't play this on Quest. I have no idea what the difference is, but uh, I can only imagine <laughs> that this has got to be the ultimate version because it looks so good. Um, so very very happy with the way this looks. Uh, they and, and just from start to finish, like I said, there's a ton of polish. So the music kicks in at the right times. The tension is always high, like always high. Yeah. Mo like they, they tell you early on in the game, it's say making noise and running and shooting will alert zombies. And there are zombies laying around everywhere, like everywhere. And so you're yeah. stepping over them being like, please, for the love of God, don't get up. Please, for the love of God, yeah. don't get up. Please, for the love of God. And you're, as you're walking, you're looking at them. Are they moving? You know, and 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 then as soon as something happens, and you're forced to run as you're running you're like this is not a good idea because yeah. all i'm doing is waking up all the zombies that were laying around um and so and, and that's a, that's something that uh that resident evil i mean never did not not the way that this does it for sure no. and so yeah when, when when enemies are on the ground you can put a bullet through the head and you're like well that's definitely confirmed it's dead i soon realized in this game because I, I had a lot of ammo. Every time I saw a body, I just shot it once in the head. I was like, good. And then moments later, it would still get up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, man, it's just so incredible. Um, I, I even think about my playthrough, the way I went into rooms. Every time I went in a room, I'd unlock the door, open the door quickly, and I, I'm going in side to side with a gun like this, like looking around like mm -hmm. this real intensity of like clearing out rooms, like with the flashlight. Um, you have a light in it. Like Afterlife VR and probably a lot of other horror games, you need batteries. You need to collect batteries to keep filling it up. Great mechanic. Um, and yeah, again, this is, I think this is the first horror game that has genuinely made me scream out in fear m multiple times. First I 20 I, minutes. I, I was watching your Afterlife free, uh, playthrough and I definitely True. saw you scream at least once. There, yeah, that, that that's true. A bit, a bit in there. This was much more like visceral. Like, yeah. oh man, there was some moments of genuine, like, is is my sort of flashback of it was like it's just something was there and uh, sorry, something wasn't there, and then suddenly it was there, personal, and it was just like I love the way the the monsters move in this as well, because they kind of stagger towards you, but when they run at you, and you like you miss the head, and they stagger towards you, and you think you've you're gonna take them down with a headshot and it's like oh you need to do a couple more they're all over you and like you have to push them off you and the way they sort of stagger it's incredible um yeah yeah um yeah i just want to make sure i'm not missing uh tips here uh yo yo with the five dollar tips as i feel like synapse is probably it probably hit the hardest by social screen output. It looks so bland and unfun in the trailers versus the headset. That's interesting. I never thought that the uh, social screen output looked radically different from what we were seeing in the headset. Um, it, yo, yo, I'm curious to know if you've played Propagation Paradise Hotel and seen the social screen output because 
That to me, this to me is a is huge. Actually, this in Saints and Sinners Chapter Two Retribution, because when you put you put on the headset Retribution, you're like, wow, wow, this is super clear, super super clear, like just great resolution, great frame rate. Uh, and then you, <laughs> I looked at my review footage and went, Oof, this isn't selling the game. So I, I think I think Propagation in yeah. Saints and Sinners Chapter Two are, are the worst ones for me. It was uh, such a shame, man. Um, I because um, for those that don't know, this that you can change gamma settings and gamma settings. It's it, it's in, instead of like turning the brightness up, where it just makes the whole brightness across the board go up. Uh-huh. Changing the gamma setting brightens the the bright parts, but keeps the darks dark. Right. But because the blacks and the the darkness in this game is so dark, it just means wherever your spotlight is, you can see it ridiculously bright. And the dark areas, you know, you still can't see much most of the time. And that was my early regret with the live stream. I wish that was it just looked better. But people still stuck around and enjoyed it. Um, but I, I wish people could see better what you could see um, because yeah, um, the atmosphere is just great. Yeah, I, I think the ba- I think the the lighting in the game is fantastic. And you're right. I think the social screen doesn't portray that at all because it's either bright or dark, and that is it. The the in betweens in this game are fantastic. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I, I've heard mixed reactions from people when I said that I didn't struggle with Mura at all in this game. You know, there's a lot of very dark areas and you would expect those black splotches to appear everywhere. And like once, I think, I was like, oh, okay, there's a little bit. And But very seldom did I run into anything like that in this game. And so, right. uh, and I've seen mixed reactions from people. Some people said, yeah, it's amazing. Like they've 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 worked some magic here. And some people were like, oh, there's definitely Mura. And I was like, well, no, there's definitely is, but it's super minimal. Um, uh, I want to talk about the length of this game real quick. Um, the reports have been all over the place. Now, when I play a horror game, I'm terrified. Uh, I am, I'm going to take my time mostly because I'm scared. And also because, uh, I'm the guy that does wander around and goes, what am I supposed to do next? Where am I supposed to go? I'm terrified about, uh, about running into an enemy or a boss and not having enough ammo. So I am searching every corner of every single room. I love collectibles. And so those little fucking penguins that are so cute that I was so worried that you were going to murder miles. Um, I I was trying to save them all before you found them and penguins. What are they? They, They're like little purple. I thought they were squids, weren't they? When they squid squids. Yeah. Oct- octopuses. But, I don't but, know. But penguins made this conversation funnier. So let's roll with it and pretend. No, no, for penguins. sure. I was going to say, like, I didn't, I would have killed him. I mean, I wouldn't have killed him if they'd been penguins. Yeah. No, they, you're right. They were squids. In my head, they were like little weird ass purple penguins. But you're right, they're, though. They, they have the, yeah, they have the cuteness of that, though. Yeah, they're super cute. And so, so I was searching every corner of every room. And right before I would leave an area, I'd go, wait a minute. I got to look back and I'd look at the map and go, and, and, and there were, there were doors that I hadn't accessed. And, and so I'd go back and be like, okay, I, I need to make sure that I've hit every single one of these doors. So for me, it was a four hour game and I didn't, and I ended the game with only 22 of the 30 collectibles, something like that. So I could have spent longer. Uh, right. other people said they got through it in two and a half hours and I'm like, all right, that's cool. It sounds like maybe you played a completely different way than I did. Uh, I played on normal AJ played on hard and it took him three and a half hours. So if, if you're the type of person who's concerned about the length of the game and you want to get the most out of it, I say play on hard. Because, I definitely think I could have played it on a harder difficulty. Yes. I mean, normal was fine, yeah. but th- I think it was because there was one moment where I dropped the magazine and <laughs> yeah. this enemy was clobbering me for quite a while and I thought I'm dead and I still survived and I thought, yeah, I should have been dead by then. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, but there's not, I think for, to, to 100% it, there's no platinum trophy. Why, oh, why? 
but um it's a it's real a downfall great real yeah because you have to complete it on nightmare mode and which... and there's a trophy for speed running it in less than an hour and i was like th really? these are the kind of things i love doing wow. to get platinum trophies yeah um something else uh, a small detail i like again um i straight away i was just like comparing it to resident evil village when you get the um chain cutters mm -hmm. oh, right. it's not you you don't just go up and it floats and then cuts it. No, you have to both hands and do it. Yeah. Like simple things like that. It just this game. I think this is why I love it so much. It is so seamless. Mm -hmm. Like no cutscenes. And and some people in the chat say there's nothing wrong with cutscenes. I actually don't have a problem with cutscenes. I'm just saying what gives this strength is there's this this continuous sense of this game, which is you're in a hotel. You're constantly moving on to the next thing, which reminds me of like Resident Evil 2 a lot of just, you know, doing the next puzzle. You're trying to get out of this police station here. It's like it's in a hotel and you're having to do a lot of backtracking. But it's the fact that whether it's you're talking to people or, you know, you, you, you're meeting new obstacles or puzzles or you're getting items that you have to interact with. It's all in the same space. And as you mentioned about the exploration... When I first started playing the game, I thought, I just want to get through this. But then I was actually like, no, I actually want to go room to room and see what's inside these places. Yes. I want to check them all. And um, I don't know, man. I think it's one of the one of the best VR environments in terms of like world building. Um, this hotel feels real. You want to explore it. And uh yeah, I mean, for me, it's going to be without doubt a um, uh, a top PSVR two contender. Um, I think it is arguably one of the strongest horror games on PSVR two. Um, I'm not quite re ready to have that complete debate yet, but um, not if you're into not horror the games, month is this is that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. If you if you are if you're into horror games, I th I think this is a must buy. I mean, you gave it nine point five, which is a phenomenal score to give Ch it. Change to uh, nine point four. Oh no, that's sorry, yeah. My okay. Yep. And uh and how much does it cost? Twenty bucks. We're taking that back is, taking back the budget is, price. That is a fucking steal. It really is. Like for me, it, like you, unless you're someone that's gonna complain about duration and saying, Oh, it's only a four hour game, mm -hmm. I think the intensity of this game, like I, when I when I live stream horror games, I always say to myself, I'm going to try and do an hour because just the anxiety and stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, actually, I want to do a bit more. I actually ended up doing one hour 50, which is phenomenal. And but when I when I stopped playing it, I did feel it, as I said earlier, in my bones, like the, the constant. It's just it's constant anxiety and terror in this game because you're constantly on edge. Um, someone in the chat is asking if it's episodic. Is Listen. We don't want to spoil the ending, okay? This is the important okay. Well, part I, I haven't seen the ending, so I don't know. But okay. like, listen, yeah, yeah. It, we don't want to spoil the ending, but somebody did. I've I've seen a couple comments from people saying you're only getting half of a game here, and I think that's a real problem. And I think the problem is people don't understand the difference between uh, getting half of a game and ending potentially on a cliffhanger. And right. and, I, and I think when you look at a twenty dollar game. That is this polished. It's the end dream syndrome, where you're going to for during the entire time that you're playing it, it's going to be mad fucking quality. Yeah, but there's just not a whole lot there, and so uh, and, and so just keep that in mind. Uh, I feel like the story is uh, 
good enough where it is, ends at a good enough point, and makes me excited for the sequel. I don't think you're getting half of a game here. I don't think you're getting half of a story here. Ending on a cliffhanger is fine for me and makes me more excited to, to play the sequel when and if that eventually comes. So uh, that that's kind of where I stand on this. Uh, it sounds like there's more coming. I, I haven't I haven't talked to the developers about this, but you know, obviously the game's been out for a little bit on other platforms, and I think that this is like sort of what's been said is that there's more coming. Maybe I don't I, I don't know if it's going to be Propagation Paradise Hotel Two, or or if it's Episode Two, or or what the deal is. But I, I feel like I this this is well worth your twenty dollars as is. So don't be like, oh, you know, they better deliver some free DLC and, and, and complete the story. Um, so that that that's kind of where I'm at on that. Someone says definitely best game of October so far, and I love Paper Beast and Ghost Signal. Um, and I, I, w- I would say I actually enjoyed this more than Ghost Signal, and I absolutely loved Ghost Signal. And and by the way, that is not because of uh, what happened. Like I absolutely, you know, I loved Ghost Signal and, and put a lot in it. This, again, it's not to do with you know. I, you could say I've only played two hours. I'm just saying what I felt in the headset in this game was so immersive. Like I genuinely felt like I was exploring. I felt like I was that character, like, um, and I think that also comes down to the mechanics. You can play a lot of VR games, which still feel like a game, which is okay. I'm walking around a virtual world that feels kind of real, but when I'm trying to do stuff, it feels a bit janky. Yeah. This, I genuinely felt like I want to grab my gun. I've grabbed my gun. I want to. I, I love the that how the health works. Um, the health is which cool. is you get. A li- health yeah. spray and then you pick up little vials that you add to your health um which is really cool um i love that you just got your little torch on you again that's nothing new but i i do like the way it works and you have to keep adding batteries to it mm-hmm. um and you know the inventory is a bit um cumbersome with the monopoly board which i love that term <laughs> uh i'll never unlearn it um but you know looking at the map and stuff i think the map's great right um yeah uh, MK in the chat says, uh, quality, not quantity. These things are not mutually exclusive. Sure they are. When you're talking about an indie studio who only has a certain amount of time and money to spend on a game, uh, I 100% mutually exclusive uh, in certain respects, in certain situations. Uh, and again, and Dreams has proven this. You only have a certain amount of time and a certain amount of money to get a game done. You cannot say uh, this is going to be a 12-hour game uh, and uh, and we're going to get it out uh, in time for our company not to go bankrupt, uh, not not with the level of quality that they uh, th- that they've infused into this game. So I do think in certain situations that they are one hundred percent mutually exclusive. So um, there are yeah there are a couple hmm. issues with the game, a couple issues. Yeah, uh, we talked about uh, the the weapons don't feel terribly impactful, and and, and no. it's a problem. It's a problem after playing Village. Right, you, you fire a shotgun in village, and your headset rumbles, and you're like, "That's how, you know, that that's how firing a shotgun should feel." Uh, adaptive triggers, the whole thing. Uh, this suffers from a lack of adaptive trigger support. This suffers from pretty weak haptics, missing haptics uh, on certain things, uh, and yeah, the drill that you mentioned before. Yeah. I, I I I was expecting it to be weak, but it was absolutely absent, and I was really shocked. Yeah. So there are yeah. there are little things that they could do. Uh, to make this infinitely better um, and just and just add to the immersion. But 
um, you know, as is 9.4. This is, it's really one of my, it was one of my favorite experiences. Uh, one of my favorite experiences on PSVR 2 so far. Uh, have absolutely loved it. So no platinum trophy. That's the, that's the, I, I think of everything. That's the thing I'm most bummed about because going for, and, and this bothered me in village too. So don't think I'm not um, irritated about that as yeah. well. Uh, in Re resident evil seven, going for the platinum trophy, man, I had to play it like four or five times, actually probably five or six times. You know, one of them was a speed run. Uh, what, you know, every time you did it, you, you got a little bit more stuff. Uh, you know, there was, uh, eventually had infinite ammo, get started with a better gun, all sorts of things. Uh, and it was all in, and I kept doing it because I was chasing that carrot and the carrot was, Hey, I, I, I love this game so much. I want to have the platinum trophy. I want to be able to put that up on my wall, uh, with, uh, with pride. And I would do the same thing with propagation. I, I don't know if I'm ever going to get around to, uh, unless we have another period like we did on PSVR one with just a total lack of games. Uh, and I am like struggling. I got to go back to old games and replay these, uh, you know, for live streams or whatever. I, I'm not sure if I'm ever going to get around to nightmare mode on this. I, I'll play through it again on hard. Sure. But nightmare, I mean, I would do it for a platinum trophy. I don't, I don't know if I'll do it without one, which is kind of sad. Is nightmare is, is nightmare mode unlocked from the get go? I think I think they're all unlocked from the get go. Oh, I yeah, could yeah. I could be wrong. I didn't. It's not yeah, like I yeah. tried it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, fantastic game, uh, and you know what? I did see somebody in the chat. Uh, it's I have no idea how to pronounce, how to pronounce your name. It's A P U K D C F C. Uh, he writes, uh, "Let's hope blurry low res PSVR two games are now a thing of the past." And that's what I'm desperately hoping for. I I, I don't know if we've turned that corner completely. But we are certainly getting there. This is Wanted Dev Studios' second PSVR 2 game. They released Ragnarok at launch. In this game, despite the fact that it's way more detailed and way more realistic, uh, it has way more gameplay mechanics than Ragnarok did. This game looks better than Ragnarok, like from a even from like a just a resolution and frame rate point of view. Ragnarok yeah. like was certainly not running at 4K 120. Uh, it this just looks so much better. And so I, I think this is sort of. The proof in the pudding, the canary in the cold mine, cold mine, cold mine. I can't speak. Cold mine. Yeah, it's not a cold mine. I mean, cold cold mines might be. It's pretty also, cold. It's pretty also cold. cold. So, in all fairness, cold. we're, we're going to go with cold mine. <laughs> um, it's just it's just going to take a little time for developers uh, to wrap their head around the hardware and, and make sure they know how to utilize uh, dynamic foveated rendering and and really uh, push the PS5. And 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 get the fidelity that they're looking for out of uh, PS5, PSVR2 games. So I, I think I think this is a great example of developers kind of working through that and figuring it out. Um, so I, I don't think we're out of the woods yet. I, I do think we'll definitely get a few more releases this year and possibly even early next year. But we're damn close. This this is proof that it's a, we're almost there. I had, I just want to say on the, the the fact that this is the the devs that made Ragnarok. It blows my mind when I see devs making two completely different games. And look, this is not me saying, oh, I didn't know devs are multidisciplined and can build different worlds. But I don't know. There's just, as someone who's not a dev, there's just this assumption of like, you just, you, you have your lane of like, these are the kind of games that we make. And to go from something like Ragnarok, that is cartoony, it's simple in its presentation. It's a, a brilliant game. I really enjoy Ragnarok. Um, it's a great rhythm game uh, with fun mechanics. 
to go from that to a really gritty, realistic, one of the most, one of the best horror games I've played on PSVR 2, um, it just amazes me that they've just, you know, they've managed to do these two different things. Um, uh, yeah. Well, I hope that this one sold. Uh, I mean, I have no idea if Ragnarok sold. I'm, I'm like, let's hope it did. But this this is the one, this is the direction I would like to see Dev Studio uh, head in. This, obviously, this game speaks to me way more than yeah. uh, yet another rhythm game would speak to me. Everybody knows I love horror games, uh, especially, dude, the... I gotta say, it doesn't matter how long it takes you to finish this game. I, I, I'm beating a dead horse here, but uh, let's kick it one more time. The when a, when AJ finished Propagation, he sent me a text and said that was the longest three and a half hours of my life. Right, he just tense the whole fucking time. Yeah. So like, and so much happens over the course of that three and a half hours. So yeah. much happens, you know. We, we're, we're coming. We're coming out of the PSVR one era where, where we played games like Don't Knock Twice and and, um, uh, and No Way Out and uh, Paranormal Activity: The Lost Soul. Um, we had so many horror games on PSVR one, but so few of them felt full featured like this. And you know, almost none of them had boss fights. Some of them didn't have combat. Uh, a lot of them didn't have great puzzles. Very simple puzzles. I think this just kind of hits hits all the notes properly and 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 just and so even if it's short at the end of your however long it takes you to do it man you're tense because you've been scared the whole time and 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 searching furiously for ammo and and flashlight batteries and and health and then at the end you go god damn that was that was like a a a seven hour game compressed into three and a half hours and it just i it just it just felt really well paced for me um, so I'm, yeah, that's it. That, that, that's my last sales push. Uh, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. This, this is going to certainly be a, um, this is certainly going to be a top 10 contender on the next top 25 debate. Agreed. Agreed for me as well. Okay. Uh, while it is now a game cat, specifically white tiger with the Canadian $2 tip says is crisis brigade to multiplayer. Good. A friend is asking miles. Is Crisis Brigade to multiplayer good? Uh, yeah, it is. I, I, it's a, it's a small game. There's not a lot of content to it, but um, uh, friends of mine have bought it. And we've played it together, and it's it's a good time. Um, you and I have so played it together. We did, we did, we did play it. Yeah, we did. But I, I was just thinking about like <laughs> friends of mine that have actually gone out and bought it, uh-huh. like. And they've enjoyed it for what it is. I don't know. I just feel a bit cautious of it because there isn't a lot of content there. Because um, I feel like we played almost all the game and we were just doing a quick playthrough before the live, sure. live stream and stuff. But yeah, I mean, how much is Crisis Brigade 2? I want to say it's $20 and I think yeah. a free upgrade if you already own it on PSVR 1. Uh, but it it looks fantastic. Uh, the guns feel yeah. great. Um, and uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's fun. eleven ninety nine, so it's going to be about twenty fifteen dollars. Wait, let me look it it's up. Fifteen because... fifteen dollars, I think. Yeah, see, fifteen dollars seems like a better deal to me. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's five dollars less. Mm. Um, here, let me look it up. Maybe it's between fifteen and twenty. Crisis, bro. It's like fifteen euros. Yeah. Let's look this shit up on the PlayStation Store. Yeah, fifteen bucks. Um, yeah, it's fifteen bucks. Yeah, again, it's you're not getting a ton of content here. 
but it's a, uh, but it is really fun while it lasts. So yeah. Yeah. I would, I would, I would go for crossfire first to be honest with you, but it doesn't take anything away from crisis. Yeah, that's true. Game. That's true. Yeah. Those yeah. Great games, great games doing their own thing. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, grandpa's barbecuer game cat with the Australian $5 tip said miles just cashed in PlayStation star points to get $30 propagation for six dollars when this game's cast finishes i i don't i don't think i understand that you already have can you, proper can you google can you google translate that's english <laughs> no miles just cashed in ps star points mm-hmm. to get 30 dollars propagation for six dollars when you this game cat finishes I, I I'm really terrible with riddles at like twenty to one in the morning. I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> yeah, please. I, unless you're saying that I've, you, can you can you buy it with PlayStation Star points? I'll go. I'm gonna look now. Let's find out. Because PlayStation Star, you can cash in points for certain games, but I don't think oh, they've ever maybe, done it for maybe VR. Maybe saying he Miles, comma he says just cashed in. So maybe he said maybe saying Miles. Uh, I just cashed in PlayStation Star points to get thirty dollars propagation for six dollars. Or got I'm it. Going, yeah, I don't know, man. Like this is yeah. This no, is I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Yeah, because if you yeah you can cash it in for cards, you can. That's awesome. What that's a really good investment. Really Enjoy good. it. <laughs> uh, Alejandro T. Catalogic says, "I understand." Damn it, we need to translate it. Yeah, sorry. You got to forgive me, or I'm I'm being really slow. All right. Well, since you're really slow, and uh, I am, my 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 voice is starting to go. Everyone's telling me what you said now. Yeah. Like it's all coming in lagged, and I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Who got it? Uh, <laughs> well, while you're, while you're all explaining to Miles uh, what happened, uh, <laughs> you, come on, you guys got to admit it was a weirdly written uh, tip. It, it wasn't. It wasn't clear. By the way. I can't wait to see how many people jump on this train of just explaining it again and again because they've clearly known the conversations move on, but everyone's going right. to type it. Right. Everyone has already seen other people type it, uh, and you know that us talking about it is just going to make people copy and paste what everyone else has written. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you wrote it in the chat. Yeah. This is wonderful. <laughs> all right. Listen, while we have everyone's attention and while you're all mansplaining shit to us, um, <laughs> let's let's play a little game of twenty questions. Miles, are you ready to play twenty questions? Oh wow, uh, you, you've got the game, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the game. All right, let's do this. Uh, game cats, I need your help. He does. Uh, you guys only have twenty yes no questions and uh, six minutes to figure out what PlayStation VR one or PlayStation VR two game I'm thinking of. I love the chat, by the way. You're funny. You're so funny. <laughs> the, the chat is one of my favorite things about this by the way um i i i, I think it was paper wings the game cat i had left a comment uh written in an interesting fashion but we'll leave that for another day um saying that he really enjoys watching the live chat while watching games cast and, and doesn't like the fact that i switch over to um you know just the tips just the tips uh and so please keep in mind that regardless of what platform you're watching the show on i mean you know i mean it's it's always youtube but you might be watching on your television you might be watching on your phone or your laptop or your pc on all of those uh on all of those apps there is an option to turn on the live chat and you just see it it's like just, just on screen and so uh and you, even on replay when you, you watch back 
even on replay, it, which yes. is awesome. So it's not just when we're live. So please keep that in mind. I don't want anyone feeling like we're taking something away from them. Uh, we're just trying to kind of evolve and make things better as we go. Uh, so please mm. keep that in mind. Uh, also, I'm always listening to uh, your feedback. So please don't call me a sellout. All right, Miles, <laughs> you ready? Yeah. All right, on your mark, get Des. Is it only on PSVR 2? Can you rephrase your question to something I can answer? Is the game on PSVR 2 and not PSVR? Yes. Okay. Okay, it must be on other platforms as well. Um, um, is, it, is, it a new, is it a new IP? Was this the first of its IP? No. Okay. Does it have multiplayer? No. No multiplayer. Was it a launch title for PSVR 2? Yes. Um, is it horror? Is it a horror game? I think you could classify it uh, loosely. In the horror category, that's five. Um, um, oh man, do you do a lot of shooting in this game? No, no, not a lot of shooting. Um, Guys, Resident Evil Village is horror. <laughs> Just straight out horror. It's, it's, um, weird, it's weird no one listens to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Townsman, Townsman. Townsman's got some some horror elements to it. Um, uh, right, what else are we going with? What else are we going with? Um, is, the, is the art style... Um, have they gone for realism? Mm, nah, no. Nah, not for Rism. No. Um, Red Matter wasn't a launch title, guys. Can't rely on the chat, Miles. You got to think for yourself. I know, I know, I know. But I'm sort of saying it out loud so I, I can I'm help just, them channel. I'm, I'm, I know. I'm, I'm kidding. I do Th the exact Thumper, same thing. <laughs> Thumper, Thumper wasn't a launch title either. Um, What's <laughs> I didn't think. Oh, maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe it was a launch title. Um, is, is this a rhythm game, Brian? No, it's not a rhythm game. Um, guys, I, I don't think "Song in the Smoke" was rekindled was a launch title. Um, yes, it was. It was a launch title. Okay, it was a launch title. Um, Which is why I haven't reviewed it yet. Because there's just too goddamn many. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if it's like that. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Uh, is Are there survival elements to this game? Um, that's uh, typical game, typical video game survival elements. Yeah. I wouldn't say so. Um, no. 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 
that designates very specific things, I think. Yeah, yeah no, for sure, for sure. Um, God, man, this is this is difficult, man. Because um, where were all the games at launch? Um, uh, you've still got uh, 11 or 10 questions and a guess, yeah. and you're down to two minutes, Miles, so you might want to speed up the question asking. Yeah. Um, oh, um, th- but there's not a lot of shooting in this looper, so it couldn't be that. Um, I would say that uh, Horizon Call the Mountain has uh, has gone for realism, even though... Oh, man. Not super death game show. Oh, um... Oh, are there dinosaurs in this game? Like old people? No, as in like... <laughs> yeah, there's dinosaurs na, in this na, game, na, 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 na. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm, I'm about to get a copyright strike. Sorry, it was pretty accurate. Uh, are there it, dinosaurs it, in it, this? it was spot on. I couldn't tell the difference between you and John Williams. <laughs> no, no. Uh, there's dinosaurs, yes, that's 10. There are dinosaurs yep. in this. Um, and uh, are there lockers? Are there lockers in this game? There's lockers, sure, yeah. Lockers, and are the dinosaurs not able to get into the lockers? Nope, they're not. Okay, they're they're dumb dinosaurs. Is this Jurassic World, Brian? Jurassic World Aftermath, indeed, it was launched out by collection. Uh, was like, it called the complete collection, or was it maybe the, there's probably something because it was uh, it was released yeah. episodically on other platforms. We got the entire yeah. collection uh, at launch on PSVR two. Um, it's okay. I was. I played about an hour, two hours of this, and I was incredibly bored. <laughs> um, how much? How much have you played of this? I've played quite a bit. I mean, um, I played the beginning bit a couple of times, and on my let's play, I got a lot further. Um, I don't know. It's quite hard to tell how far I've got into it. I've got into like the big canteen areas uh, where you're dealing with multiple velociraptors. I don't think I've come across any other new enemies and stuff. But um, I'm sort of in two minds about the game. I'm enjoying it so far, but I. I don't know if someone told me that like it it just gets better in the later episodes. Oh, that's good it... to hear. Because yeah, 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 yep. It's uh has not excited me. Uh, you know, it's always cool getting to a new area and exploring new things. Uh, but honestly, I I feel like if they're not going to give me a gun, which they're obviously not going to do, uh, then I'm losing interest by the second because it's fine. I feel like to be. Uh, stalked by dinosaurs for the first couple hours of the game, but god damn it, give me a gun so I can fight back at a certain point. Like, eventually, there needs to be a change where the power dynamic shifts, and uh, that ain't, have a fu- machine gun. That ain't fucking yeah. happening. Yeah, let's kill you them all, man. Gun. They've already died once, they already had a chance at life. Let's, yeah, let's renew their extinction. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, Rody the uh, GameCat Army General says it's on sale. In fact, it is on sale. Uh, it is going for half price right now. Um, actually, is it only for Plus? Save it says save fifty percent with PlayStation Plus. It's fifteen dollars instead of twenty uh, instead of thirty, and that's about as most as I'd recommend paying for this. Uh, if you're interested in Jurassic World, uh, you want to you want want to do some stealthy stuff. Um, yeah. It does make me think how much more terrifying it'd be if it was with realistic graphics. I mean, I do like the art style, but it mm-hmm. does make me think, um, again, Robinson, the journey, the velociraptors in that game ter- terrified the fuck out of me. Like, Yeah, I don't, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, if it had realistic a realistic art style, I would be singing a much different tune because I'm actually yeah. really scared. 
Uh, yeah. I, I would be really scared playing it. Uh, you know, this is, this is whatever. Um, just want to make sure we didn't miss anything here. of scrolling through. Look at it. You can see me scrolling through the chat, uh, which is weird. Very weird. Uh, Gamecat Chicago with the $2 tip says, have a spooky weekend, everyone. You as well, Gamecat Chicago. Spooky, spooky. Uh, Steve Iyer says, the Raptors should have boxing gloves. That's really strange. Uh, <laughs> uh, guys, this has, been a, this has been fun hanging out with you as always. Miles, fun hanging out with you as well. Um, always. Make sure you go subscribe to Miles. Uh, still killing it with the live streams. Uh, amazing. Uh, definitely had some great moments in Propagation Paradise Hotel. I said it. I said it. Uh, I think on Wednesday's show, I was watching you play Afterlife yeah. VR. Uh, it was Afterlife VR is not a game I I really recommend you pick up unless you just need to play every kind of janky horror game there is. And uh, and I had way more fun watching Miles play Afterlife VR. Uh, and guys, listen. As long as you're in the description, clicking links and you know joining our Discord and subscribing to Miles' channel. Go check out Virtual Strangers because Wes has scheduled his uh, annual Here They Lie playthrough for later tonight. It's only a couple hours away. Awesome. Uh, so, you know, the, it's always an interesting journey to take with Wes through Here They Lie because he's not just playing it and, ta- and shooting the shit and talking about his day and, you know, what happened at Walmart. He, he was, uh, he, he's, he's, he's like dissecting the story and like analyzing it and like really giving you a perspective that maybe you didn't know yourself awesome. from playing it. So, uh, always fun to check it out. Um, just happy that I beat a score in Gazzlers. That's all I really care about. All right, guys. Thanks to everybody who helps this channel run. Uh, you know, the, all, all my amazing moderators, uh, there's a, a massive list of them and I love them all. Uh, Rye pop for putting this up on podcast services of your choice. Sci-fi game kit, Henry for putting timestamps into the show after the fact, uh, everybody who helps the channel financially, uh, over on patreon.com slash without pro games and here by being members. We really, really appreciate you. Plus the people who are tipping during the show. We thank you very much. You're keeping the lights on. You're keep, keeping the pizzas coming and you're making sure that I can keep doing this. And it really makes, uh, it makes my life easier and, and, and so much better. Uh, also, thank you to everybody who hangs out during the show, uh, everybody who helps during 20 questions, keeps us entertained while we're trying to keep you entertained, and, of course, everybody who sits back and watches the show and doesn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. The numbers don't lie. And we love you just as much. Happy Friday, Miles. Happy Friday the 13th, Brian. Happy Friday the 13th, Gamecats. Have a great weekend. Catch you next time. Hey, Miles, uh, I don't know if you saw the thumbnail to today's episode, um, but do you, do you know mm-hmm. what the uh, this Pantone color of the headline is named? That that nice light purple? No, what is it? <laughs> this is Pastel Lilac. Oh, Pastel right? Lilac. It's, it's like, it's, it's basically purple, but it's almost gray. The, the, initial, uh, uh, the initial thumbnail had a very, very, very purple uh headline and and or seek uh or seek was, was was listening to me complain about not uh, uh about my ocd with all the thumbnails uh and having to change the color every time and, and basically going through okay we've, we've used yellow orange green blue purple uh brown 
and now we have to start over again. And he's like, there's different colors, you know, than just the primary colors in the rainbow. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. And so he suggested this one. And so I changed the, I changed it from a deep purple to pastel lilac. This pastel is, this is the lilac. kind of shit that no one fucking needs to know miles, but I have this need to share with everybody. Uh, so now, now you all know that and there's no, and there's no not knowing it. <laughs> have you done a, have you used teal? You've, you've used teal before, haven't you? The color teal? Yeah, on your on your thumbnail. I think I you mean, have. I've, I've used colors that look like teal. I don't know yeah, if they'd I be specifically. Hey, I uh, teal is quite old. Yeah. <laughs> Enough dicking around. Uh, we've got a clip of the week. You want to see clip of the week? Do I want to see it? Dude, this is so good. This is so good. And I want to thank Izzard for uh, for cutting this out and, and submitting it in, <laughs> in the Clip of the Week channel. Uh, remember, guys, uh, you can always submit Clips of the Week, uh, whether it be things that you thought were uh, funny on Gamescast or or in some of our live streams, you know, AJ's channel, West's channel, doesn't matter. Uh, clips, clips, those kind of Clip of the Weeks. Or if something amazing happened to you in a game while you were playing it and you and you, uh, and you 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 know you submit that video, uh, make sure you just submit it in the Clip of the Week channel over on our Discord. Uh, this is a good one, Miles. This this one is this it? this one is. Uh, you might recognize the person in this video. Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. I guess we're going in here. Yikes! I hope there aren't any rats. I don't think rats are what we can <coughs> worry about. Ah! Shit! Fuck! <laughs> Man. This is great. <laughs> this is great. Um, Miles, I'm so I'm so happy that you do these live streams uh, with the heart rate monitor, especially that you know. Okay, as great as that clip was, and as great it is, as it is to see your heart rate monitor go up, I gotta say my <laughs> my favorite thing about the Propagation Paradise Hotel stream that you did was that when you started it, when you first went live, yeah, it was it was yeah. like 120. <laughs> It's because yeah. I was racing around. I was racing around trying get to get everything it. ready in time. I get it. You you, you were you were running around and you were doing actual physical activity, and so your heart rate was up. But it was just so funny because the impression that I think everybody watching oh, got no. was that you were just so goddamn nervous. Oh right. No, but to be fair, it then dropped. It then dropped to a steady one hundred, which yeah. is still higher than my rest rate. And yeah, that is. I mean, you can even hear it in my voice. I'm going, "Hey, everyone, welcome uh, to another doing all the stuff that I." say it hundreds of times on all the other let's plays but this one i sound like i'm uh unnerved <laughs> and yeah i was unnerved because i'm like what have i got myself into um there's a lot of game cats that haven't watched the live stream yet because they want to play the game first yep i always respect that definitely go play it first but then afterwards you can go back and see how i reacted to stuff there are some real like holy shit moments where i'm just like screaming absolutely it, out loud it and, seems like um, it's performing well it's, it, the last time i checked you've already got quite a few views on oh, there, it's my third most watched live stream in the last 28 days um, already. Yeah. Um, and I just appreciate all the support, like, um, because, you know, you guys enjoy them and keep coming back. I will continue to keep playing these games. And uh, tomorrow I'm going to be playing a, another batch of three games. Haven't confirmed yet, but I think one of them is going to be the, the Angry Birds game. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, that should be fun. All right. Well, a little less scary. Yeah. Hopefully you get, hopefully you get a horror game mixed in there. Uh, have you streamed organ quarter yet no i haven't i need to get that actually uh yeah. so maybe maybe i could do that yeah good stuff good stuff silent hill peeps will love it i kind of feel like now i've played propagation hotel 
a lot of organ core and that will be a piece of cake in comparison or do you think it's still scary in its own way like, piece of know. cake by comparison really like, yeah it's yeah. it's it's got its moments but nothing compared yeah. to propagation like nothing compared to propagation i definitely feel strengthened by playing that experience and it's not going to take away from the other horrific games that are coming up and the ones that i dread but um yeah, yeah. nice all <laughs> right guys thank you so much for hanging out we love you all have a great weekend